evening and welcome to another episode of Unstoppable Overcomers. I'm your host, Dorothy O'Dell. And uh, before we get things started, I'm just going to go over our sponsors for tonight's show, which are um, Jen Sahari, Strong Foundation Coaching and Consulting. You can definitely connect with Jen and get your free 30-minute consultation. I highly recommend joining, uh, starting the joining that tonight. Um, she is a great coach and mentor for myself, as well as several different um, people that we know here, as well as created No Way Out. Uh, it is a story of a woman that is on the verge of ending her own life after decades of uh, being unseen and unheard and suffering from anxiety. Definitely, this is a must book on your show bookshelf for sure. I have my copy. Definitely go to either Amazon or jenzahari.com and get your copy today. So with that, folks, I have the distinct pleasure of bringing to the stage Mr. Carrie Stewart. Carrie is like a brother from another mother over here, and we just had such a great time in the green room. You guys have no idea what is in store for tonight. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. With that, Carrie, introduce yourself, tell our guests who you are and what you're currently doing right now. Hey, I'm Carrie Stewart. I'm a Gulf War veteran. And even though we are meeting virtually for the next hour, I want you to be in a space where you are loved and accepted for who you are and let, let you know that I love you and accept you for who you are, that there's no social comparisons for who you were, for who you are today and who you might be. I lead yoga, mindfulness, meditation. I do talks over healthy boundaries, turning conflict into intimacy, and a variety of other different topics, uh, primarily with Warriors Ascent, but also with other yoga studios and organizations like that. What I'm currently doing this week is I'm starting to cultivate a farm in Oklahoma. I bought uh, four and a half acres last year, and I just bought a, got my tractor today, and I'm working on that. So I'm super excited to know the journey of my food and know what it's like to go through those challenges in unforeseen circumstances. Right. And I really wanted Carrie to sing My Tractor Sexy tonight, but he doesn't know the lyrics. So if y'all know the lyrics, sing along in the comments, because if you sing along in the comments, I'll make sure there's a, there's a special uh, gift out there for those people that start singing My Tractor Sexy, only because... You know, Gary is just one of those fun-loving guys. Like he was if in case you're wondering where you've met him from, he was on our Valentine's Day special, him and his amazing wife. And uh, you know, it's just over the last couple of months, <clears throat> we've met him uh through Greg Bicknell, who was on the show on number 44, episode number 44. And uh, so those two are kind of like really good friends. And that's how I got to meet Carrie. And Carrie, you are just such an amazing guy. Like every time I look at you, it's like I laid up and I did try uh, Carrie's one hour yoga. Mm. I have to say that I have to start at 30 minutes next time because I, I'm definitely a beginner of yoga. And uh, so I will do that. I promise. Now, did you <laughs> do the yoga this... nature class? Mm, the one you, you sent mm -hmm. i can't remember which one it was yeah yeah my back okay so i was laying on let me set the stage i was laying on my hardwood floor on mm. a mat my mind races at 100 miles per hour not an exaggeration at all you're normal uh, and 
I was thinking, you know, what happens if my stepson comes in or what happens if my husband comes in or what happens if this happens or what happens? And then my back started to hurt and then my legs started to hurt and then everything started to hurt. And I'm like, why am I laying on this floor for an hour? Because Carrie told me to. And so I didn't say lay on the floor. I said get somewhere comfortable. <laughs> well, you did. And th then I thought, well, you know, I'll have my yoga mat. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I should. When I heard it through my things oh lay on a couch and i'm like well i'm not getting up now so i suffered for the full hour instead of doing <laughs> well next time you'll have to you'll have to start off on the couch that's where i that's where i started my mindfulness and meditation journey was actually on the couch so that's a perfect place to start right exactly so share with us your your overcoming story you shared a little bit about your background but what would you say was one of the, your biggest things that you've overcome i would say you know one of the, the biggest things that I overcome was a lot of guilt and shame from the military. You know, from my career in the military, we're responsible for a lot of innocent lives and a lot of families. And, you know, during the time of that, you're just doing what you can for survival yourself. And you're giving yourself the opportunity to just, you know, I'm trying to get the light just a little bit better. Hang on one second. Yeah, not a problem. We never know where Carrie's going to be. Because seriously, That's he could be in a yoga position next. You never know. <laughs> so um, I carried a lot of guilt and shame for years for that. Um, and then I also had, a, I was medically discharged out of the Air Force. And so I expected to have a long career, but I was medically discharged after eight years. And then I just felt less of a man. I didn't feel like I was capable of doing a lot of things. And it was because I had a lot of medical issues and so for me to overcome, it was it was a lot of opportunity and a lot of guidance. You know, I got to the point where I was doing cybersecurity and I'd come home in the evenings and I would just sit on the couch and I couldn't get up. And on the weekends, I would have panic attacks or I wasn't able to walk or I wasn't able to move. And my wife comes to me one day and she's like, I didn't sign up for this. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, she wants a divorce. That's the first thing I'm thinking of is like she didn't sign up for this. She wants a divorce. And she's like, I want you to retire. I want you to focus on your health and well-being. And I want you to just do what it's going to take for you to get well. So I went out to New Jersey, New Jersey for uh, Gulf War testing. I spent a week out there. And they suggested three things. Yoga, Tai Chi, which I knew what that was, and biofeedback. And I had no idea what biofeedback was. Uh, so I, I jumped into to mindfulness and meditation after my first biofeedback session, and I started feeling a lot better. And when I started feeling better, I started engaging more in mindfulness and meditation. And then what I realized is that eventually I started behaving better. So I wasn't as violent. I wasn't as enraged. I didn't have as much road rage, and I didn't have so many negative thoughts and reactions. And I was able to set my intention. So with mindfulness and meditation each and every morning and then throughout the day and the evening for months and months and months, I set my intention for forgiveness. And I tried to figure out how is it I can forgive myself? How can I accept myself for who I am today without, you know, any social comparison of who I was in the past? And so that was a long journey because I had played in my mind all this guilt and shame for all these years. And then I also you know, had to be okay with who I was mentally, physically, and spiritually, because I was really bankrupt. I would say I was mentally, physically, spiritually bankrupt. And, and my wife was just like, you need to focus on your health and well-being was the one that kind of helped with that segue. So to me, I'd say overcome 
was a lot of the past trauma. Now it, it still lingers. It's still going to pop up. I, I would say that, you know, people with PTS and people that have been in a war, those are things that are part of you and who you are and they're enriched in your blood indefinitely. So we just have to know that the days that when we need, you know, that are maybe days that are more challenging and we spend more time in self-care and really right. devote that. So I would say those are the biggest things is guilt and shame of, of what I've overcome. I'm just going to go to the comments for a quick minute here. <clears throat> uh, Tim, Tim's here He's saying, way to go. Here we go. And asking you about my screaming goat. Okay. So the screaming goat thing is, let me see if I can reach it. So Tim sent me a screaming goat today. So Tim and I are on this wild and crazy adventure called, a we did a 24-hour fundraiser for uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Now, if that wasn't enough, we're on another crazy mission to do 12 hours on April 22nd. So folks, if you have not donated or if you want to re-donate, if that's something that you want to do, April 22nd on this channel, we will be live at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So be aware, and I'll even have the goat just for you. <laughs> so thanks, Tim. Uh, Melody, welcome. I believe you know Melody, don't you? Yes, ma'am. I sure do. And Jeffrey Knight, a fellow uh, veteran. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So I just, sorry, I just wanted to make sure the audience was aware that we knew they were here, and thank you for joining us. No. Um, so definitely it's ironic because a lot of people um a lot of veterans that we've had on the show that those were their number one things you know guilt for sure and getting you know learning to how to forgive themselves so so that's where the yoga then came in um you know to try and help you get past your pain and um get right with your meditation and, and things like that. Is that right? Well, yoga is a holistic way of life. Yoga is just not you laying on the mat for that one hour. Yoga is right. what you do every second of every day. It's how you breathe. It's how you walk. It's what you eat. It's what you listen to. It's yoga does two things for you each and every day. Yoga will let you know those things in your life you're doing really, really well and those things in your life you need to work on. And that's why a lot of people give up on that holistic approach is because they're comfortable and they and are they they're numb and they want to stay numb. They want to be, be stay detached and become even more desensitized. So yoga is not just don't, you know, that, that's the thing with, you know, I would say America or maybe, you know, Western mm -hmm. uh, philosophy. They think yoga and they're related to what somebody's doing on a yoga mat or somebody doing those crazy poses. But it's really allowing yourself to be mindful, to be present. It's allowing yourself to be in the moment and not be so distracted. It's allowing yourself to get in touch with your feelings of after you're consuming food or you're listening to music or you're engaged in a conversation, how does that make you feel when you're in nature? How does it make you feel? It's getting to the why on every aspect. That's what yoga is. It's not just these, you know, cartoon, you know, or these people doing these crazy poses, right? <laughs> that's part of it, but that's not the majority of it. That's, that's a right. very small piece of the right. puzzle of yoga. And that's what but Americans have missed. 
I love that. And I never knew that. I just thought yoga was like yoga pose, like the downward dog. And the, that what you would, if you don't follow Carrie on Facebook, he had an amazing picture up last night. He was in this tripod thing. And I couldn't believe he was in this contraption. And I'm just like, my back would have snapped. Well, I thought mm -hmm. my back would have snapped. Because um, my back can go in and out depending on, right. like I could sneeze in the shower and it go out, right? So um, that, but that would have been, it takes the pressure point, takes the pressure off your points too, I'm sure. Yeah, aerial yoga is really good for isolation. It's really good for balance. It's really good for flexibility and strength. But people that have fibromyalgia, and I used to teach this in a yoga studio, people that have had back issues, when they come to the class and I do adjustments, they say it, it's better than a chiropractor, it's better than acupuncture, it's better than anything else. So what it's able to do is allow you to really isolate, but also feel free and feel a lot less pain reduction uh, through a, a variety of different sequences. So it is, I, it's my favorite form of yoga, you know, on a mat, but it's in an aerial rig. So. I loved it. It looks, it looked fun, but I was just like, Hmm. <laughs> and then of course, Carrie jumped onto the contraption just before we, we came on here. So, and I was just like, okay, is he going to be hanging upside down while we're having the interview and which would have been fine, but yeah. <laughs> I wish, you never know with Carrie because Carrie that's is perfect. just all over the place. And that's what we love about Carrie. Yeah. <clears throat> that is hilarious. And that is so awesome that your wife said, notice and identify that you needed to take care of yourself because mm -hmm. You know, most spouses would have just thought, you know, figure your shit out and come back, yeah. you know, when, when you're yourself again, I guess is what it is. But when seeing what you've seen and experience what you've seen, what you've experienced, I'm sure that that's not just easy to do, you know? No, it's not. And it's, it's the thing is that a lot of people don't understand is that when you, you replay those memories and there's a lot of triggers in society. You know, when you see bombings or you see natural disasters or you see anything that, you know, is similar to that, right? Um, when you see those things or any, a lot of war movies and things like that, it brings up a lot of those memories. Now, there's a lot of good memories in that aspect as well in the military, right? I mean, I've got great friends. I've had a great time. I was able to see the world. So it's all not a negative experience. I, I encourage everybody to go in the military for four years. I think it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity for healthcare. It's a great opportunity, you know, to get a skill set. It's a great opportunity, you know, for room and board and education. So mm -hmm. I think if people are struggling that, you know, are looking for just a, a way or an opportunity, the military is definitely, I would say still to me, a, a great opportunity for so many people, you know. Right. And a lot of people are not going to ha have to go through the things that I went through. You know, I think, I think. And hopefully, you know, those, a lot of those days are over with, you know, the, the true purpose of why we're fighting and, and why we go to war. Hopefully we will learn some things from our past and not just, you know, engage in useless or wars for, you know, materialistic or oil or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's ironic that you said that majority of the males in my family have served in one capacity or another, whether it be cadets or whether that be active duty or armed forces um my, my uncle was in the canadian armed forces retired from there and then decided to go teach english in taiwan so mm -hmm. you know just different different aspects not he was never in active duty he was he was in the desk job 
but that's right. okay. He was still serving at some capacity. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's, and I believe that's why my heart is for you guys, you know, because mm -hmm. my family is definitely has a lot of different uh, veterans themselves or cadets and, and things right. like that. So my heart's with you guys. I mean, yeah. I don't know what you're going through. Obviously I've struggled with my own PTSD, but I think we all have at some capacity or another, especially with this pandemic. Mm -hmm. So, um, for sure. So tell us, okay. So you said yoga is not just about movements. It's about mindfulness and meditation. That still kind of blows my mind. And I'm just trying to get my head wrapped around that because the, all I've seen is yoga. Like I said, was the poses. Mm -hmm. Um, so how now I know you're also part of warriors ascent, correct? Yes. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about that program? Yeah, it's a free program for veterans, essential personnel, Department of Corrections. And it's a, a week long retreat. It's a Monday through Friday. Um, and then they'll do what they can to provide transportation, you know, if you need to fly in as well. So if you're uh, out of Kansas City, if you're in a different area and you need, you know, flights a little bit further, then they can provide it. And uh, it's set up on a systematic approach, a holistic approach, but it's really giving people the tools to heal the mind, body, and spirit and tools that they can take with them. So everything that we give them during that week is things that they can practice at work or at home. This program truly does transform and save lives. I get, I get text almost every single week from somebody that went through the program and said, your yoga mindfulness or this program saved my life. The role that I play in that is I have my own separate nonprofit called MyKC. Now I provide each participant a yoga mat, two blocks, a blanket, a strap, and a yoga journal that I published. And what that allows me to do is give them the foundation in yoga and mindfulness. Our first talk and our first opportunity is over the breath and mindfulness and meditation. And I explained to them that the breath is your foundation, you know, that you can't go anywhere further unless you can start to control your breath. Because a lot of times, you, like, just like you said, you couldn't control your thoughts when you were doing yoga nidra, but you can control your breath. And when you begin to control your breath, that's really allows you to begin to relax, to become calm and to get into that state that you need to be, to be mindful and be present because we have so many distractions. So Warrior's Descent is one of those things that brings so much joy, peace, honor and pride to my life. When, when somebody comes to you after the week and says, you know, I would be in a box or I would have killed myself, you know, if it wasn't for you in this program, there's nothing else you could do with your life. That gives you the most purpose of anything that you could ever think about. And that's beautiful. And I, I know you share with me um, from the last, not the last one you did, but the one before uh, when the guy calls your granola book granola guy granola or something granola. like that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that was that was funny <laughs> well that's what he said he goes i'm you know you're he goes and i hear this all the time he's like you're the only man that can put alpha males into a state of relaxation and calmness you're the right. only person that can take all the alpha and just transform them into vulnerability and give them a space where they feel comfortable to be vulnerable to be raw to be authentic because so many of us, we've hidden all these thoughts, feelings, and emotions. You know, we, we want to hide the guilt, the shame. We want to hide the fear. And we begin to suppress all of that. But you can't choose what you want to suppress. When you start suppressing one, you suppress all your, all your emotions. 
So th exactly. then we begin to not live our life to the fullest. Then we begin to not feel loved and accepted. And so to me, my journey started with feeling. I started feeling better, but then I want to get in and analyze, okay, why do I feel better? And then I begin to understand, oh, I'm, the amygdala is shrinking, right? And, and the mindfulness of meditation. Then I begin to understand all the statistics and what it is, you know, to, to be healthy, to be holistic. Um, and it's just, it's an honor for me to be part of Warriors Ascent. It really is. It's one amazing program. I've heard a lot of good things about it, not only from yourself, but from Greg and uh, mm -hmm. a couple other veterans as well. Um, Melody had a question. She said, sorry, my mm -hmm. internet must be like getting bogged down. <clears throat> it's supposed to come up. She said, Carrie, I noticed that you call it PTS and not PTSD. Can you tell us why? Yeah. So to me, it's, it's not just, I take away the, uh, the D because I want it to post traumatic and that affects just everybody. Right. And so I want to take off some of that stigma of, uh, the syndrome, right. Aspect of it. And then just allow people to say, Hey, you know, there's, there's different levels and different layers and that people, I will say that not that you're going to get cured from it, but there's a, there's an opportunity that you're going to be a lot better. And a lot of times when we're diagnosed with something like that, we have a stigma, a negative stigma that we're never going to get better. And in th this program, this five day program, I, I can tell you people have gone through it and they've gone through 30 day programs and they feel so much better. They say that their, their clinicians or their therapists or other things have not helped them. So I want to take the stigma off that you cannot get better from this, that you can get better. So that's why I take the D off of it. I love that. And that's so true, you know, and there's always the saying, what you focus on, you get more of. So if you focus that you have these problems, let's focus on the solution with your mindfulness, your meditation, your yoga. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, I love that. And I know when we talked before, you had mentioned that, um, and I really never got that until we were talking today. Uh, you said that one of the ladies you worked with, her yoga was... Uh, I think it was like shooting or target range or something like that. And somebody else's yoga was something else. So yoga per se isn't positions. Like you said, it's yoga is whatever made you in that, in that state where you could be clear then and, and meditative. Yeah. So there's a lady that went through the program last year and, and I explained to him, you know, I, I, I do a lot of talks and the first night I give him kind of like the broad overview of mindfulness, meditation and breath work. And then the second day I dive in and give like all the statistics you know, and, and scientific data of, you know, what really works and why it works. And then I say, this is what you should take away. This is what you should add, you know, it gives suggestions. And I said, you know, it may take you guys a while to figure out, you know, your version of yoga. And hers was deer hunting because she was all alone. She didn't have to be with her husband. She didn't have to be with her kids. And it was just the experience of being in nature. Right. And so a lot of people, you know, it's it's running or hiking or whatever it may be, playing the piano. You know, you're going to hear a lot of different, you know, things. And, and, and they use that as also their version of self-care. And their self-care is a form of yoga and a form of being mindful and being present where you're not distracted with all these other things that are going on in life. I love that. So yoga equals self-care too. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah, it's so all coming about, together. Yeah. And think about self-care is also self-love. Right. You're, how can you love right. yourself more and how can you give yourself that love 
that you need each and every day. And what does that look like? Personal finances are a form of self-care and self-love. Right. Love that. I didn't even think of that when I, when you say the word yoga. So these classes, you, do you provide them to civilians as well? Or is that mm-hmm. just veterans? No, I do it. So like if, say you wanted me to come to your studio or your office or whatever it is, we would just kind of discuss the time frame of what you needed. You know, what's really going to resonate you. And then I give you a list of all the talks because I have talks over Ayurveda, sleep, exercise, you know, all these different healthy modalities, turning conflict into intimacy, healthy boundaries, you know, healthy boundaries and turning conflict to intimacy are my, are the two most popular that I get the most response. And those talks always go a lot longer than I expect (laughs) because there's so much interaction and so much questions and people really start getting other more thought provoking questions. But Right. Yeah, I, I do that to any any organization, any company or any yoga studio that needs it. And then we just kind of figure out that time frame and right. what you really need for your community. Because to me, it's it's all about social enrichment. Each and every morning I get up and I ask myself, how can I enrich my life so I can enrich the lives of my community? And that's really my primary mission statement is what can I do? And that's my nonprofit's mission statement. And so it may be look different for each and every organization. So hence Warriors Descent. You know, we provide the yoga mats, blocks, straps, blankets and journal because that's going to give them the foundation that they need. You know, if I come and I lead a retreat for you or somebody else somewhere else, it may it may look different depending on your your um, needs for your community. Right. And so Kim, I know Kimberly's in the green room listening to this. So I had at one point said to her that we want, I, we wanted to do a couple's retreat or for sure a woman's retreat in Colorado. Right. And so Carrie was the one that I had in mind, Kimberly. So um, I'm not, wasn't sure if I fully told her the details, but I, I still am not giving up hope. I, I, no. I asked my husband, I'm like, can we do a couples retreat? And he's just like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, come on, you can fish or do whatever you want. And, you know, that's true. Um, and, and that's, that's what's so great about it. Cause his, his yoga could be by, by himself fishing mm-hmm. while the rest of us go off and do these exercises that Carrie has. So um, now Carrie moved from Denver, Colorado though, to Oklahoma, but I'm sure we could convince Carrie to go back to Denver. It wouldn't be too much of a problem. I'll uh, actually be there the first week of August because I'll be talking to the police Academy. Uh, in Denver. So, yeah. So, okay. So I'm going to write that down. So August. So first first week of August, I'll be in Colorado. Okay. So, because I have first thought May, but May, May we have way too much on our plates. Um, She's in, as you know, in Florida with our buddy, Greg, Mm -hmm. till for the month, until the end of May anyways. So, and I need to get some other things going. So, Yes. I, might, I might just recruit her to come to Oklahoma and help me work on the farm. <laughs> She's laughing in the green room. <laughs> well, you know. It's on the way back. She, she has thumbs up. So yeah, uh, <laughs> a little, little diversion, but I could put her out there on the farm and put her to work. Well, you know, we have so many incredible things on the go with helping uh, you veterans. So we'll see what's next because I believe, well, her – we both have a heart for veterans. She has family in, in the 
families that have served as well. So that's why we're on this path. And that's why we're out here to create massive impact for our veterans. Uh, and if you've noticed, guys, you know, Carrie's not the first veteran. So there is a series. And stay tuned to what we're going to do with the series. So <laughs> we're to come. Because um, that's that's what this is all about. It's helping our fellow man. And that's what we're doing. So uh, <laughs> tell us what you're doing on on the farm in Oklahoma. You said you got your tractor. So what is the main reason why you decided to go to Oklahoma and get your tractor? What are you out there creating and building? I want to cultivate my own farm. So I want to grow my own food and know the journey of my food and know from the seed, like right over here, I've, I've got these plants that are started and now they're like this tall. Right, let me get over here. Right. So I've got plants that started and I think it's important that we really know where our food comes from and what it's like to be in the soil, you know, and, and what it's like to kind of go back to a simple way of life. That was part of this journey and this path is being on that path of a simple life and not being distracted. And I'd love to be able to feed my family. I'd love to be able to eventually help with the community. So it's a huge learning experience. I know I'm going to have a lot of obstacles, right? I'm going to have some failures, but you know, failure is feedback, That's, right? Exactly. And so, so when I fell, you know, on that, if you label it that way, it's going to be feedback and I'm going to learn from it. So that's what I want to do. I, I eventually want a temple out there and I want a, a labyrinth and a fire pit and I want to open it up to the community. So I'll have like a little horseshoe driveway and they can come in and they can meditate. They can be mindful. They can do the labyrinth. They can do the fire pit. We can go through those ceremonial aspects. And then eventually I want to be able to offer like one day workshops from sunrise to sundown. So sunrise, we get up, we do our yoga, we have some breakfast, we do, you know, a variety of different talks and then, you know, lunch, dinner, same thing. And just go through a lot of the ceremonial ritual things that we need to to let go and have a place where people can heal, connect, bond, and just really, you know, feel loved and loved and accepted. Right. I love every part of that. Thanks. Gee, we'll have to do a workshop in Denver and then we'll have to move our way to Oklahoma. Heck yeah. <laughs> you know, are you, this is, uh, my grandfather's mother was originally from Michigan and I don't know whatever possessed him not to get his papers because I think I'm the only one out of all of us that really wants to be a dual citizen mm. so that I can be able to cross freely and do what I want because there's so much calling me over there to work yes. with you guys. And then, you know, then I have my family here. So I have to be able to come back and forth, but I'm working on it. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Yeah. We will there's 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 ways around it <laughs> mm -hmm. for sure instead of spending more than just the six months that i'm allowed <laughs> that is awesome um sorry just going through my notes here because there's so much that you've said um so you offer your program to civilians as well as veterans you're with the warriors are sent is there anybody out there that's on the fence that says you know gary or Carrie, this sounds great, but what would you say to them to, to say, okay, that they should try uh, yoga and meditation and really the self-care and the self-love that comes with all of that? I would say that 
you know, it, this is an opportunity to really change and transform your life, to discipline yourself and give yourself the opportunity to feel love and to feel acceptance on a completely different level, to have a space without judgment, without any social comparisons. And that what's really, really important is that you become vulnerable in that space, that you become really, truly raw, authentic and genuine with who you are. And it's going to open up your world in your realm to a whole different perspective that you didn't even realize that was out there. So many people have become blocked spiritually. And we've we've done this systematically in the United States over the, the few years, right? Everybody's on their cell phone. Everybody has Hulu and Netflix. All they do is binge watch TV, right? When I was young, I'd go outside barefoot and play. You know, I remember being in Oklahoma and it scares me to death now thinking about it, but I used to go skinny dipping in all these little mud hole ponds. And I'm like, now I realize like all the, all the creatures that can bite me in there, right? <laughs> you got water moccasins, you got rattlesnakes, you got all this stuff. <laughs> and when I was a little kid, I didn't care. I didn't think anything about it. But now that I'm an adult, I'm like, oh my gosh, I could have really been hurt. It's like skin dipping in all these ponds, right? So the, the thing is, it's like gratitude. There's no negative side effects to gratitude, only positive effects. And it's the same thing with mindfulness and meditation and yoga. It's only going to benefit you. And I can promise you that if you engage in this, it will transform. It will save your life. It will help you personally, professionally. It will help you with the relationship you have with yourself and the relationships that you have with everybody else. Right. It works. I love that. I, I works. love that. And okay. So I, you're definitely, you, not that you didn't, you weren't talking me into anything, but there's, I'm a big proponent of self-love and self-care. And I, I got that after, you know, my dad's diagnosis with cancer the first time. And I knew that I was on a freight train of really hitting a wall and crashing because I was taking care of everybody else, not taking care of myself, you know, and then, and then that hit, right. That huge news were like, Oh sh shit. You know, my hero is now is diagnosed with cancer. So uh, since that moment, three years ago, I decided that, you know, I'm going to do things for myself and it wasn't selfish. And I grew up with a grandmother that said, you know, you should take care of your husband, you know, and, and things like that. It's selfish to take care of you. So that was the road that I started on. And there's lots of things that I've done for myself, um, including, you know, finding fun again, because, you right. know, I'm the now the queen of fun. And, but there was moments in my life that I took things way too seriously. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, looking back. So now I'm taking on your challenge and I'm going to be listening. Carrie has his own YouTube channel guys. And I, it's in the, in the show notes. Um, but it's, uh, youtube.com that forward slash Carrie Stewart, which I will put in the comments again. Um, but he's got a 30 minute and a, you have an hour on there too, right? Of yoga. Well, I have a variety. So I have 30 minutes of 30 days. That's a variety of different yoga. So if you just want to kind of dip your toe into it, you can do it for 30 minutes. I have, you know, five minute and 30, 30 minute, 45 and a few 60 minute yoga Nidra sessions as well. And then I have a whole little, you know, 30 day self care series. So you can click on that. And if you're just looking for options and ideas for self care, it can give you 30 different options for self care. Um, as well and what that looks like and what it meant to me it's my versions of self-care so you'll kind of right. see from my perspective you know what i think self-care is maybe okay so who's with me to do the 30-day challenge 
Okay, <laughs> Kimberly is in the back going, yes, me in the back. Okay, so my friend, I'm going to take the Carrie Stewart 30 day challenge. Yeah. And starting, starting tomorrow, I'll do it starting tomorrow. And I, I have, because, you know, we're on this road together and her and I are creating massive, massive breakthroughs here. So we need, we need to get our shit mm -hmm. and gear and step it up even more. So we're, we're working on different aspects, but I think this will help us because we're both, um, you know, if, if to meet and the needs of our people, I will stay up later if I have to and sacrifice my sleep, but that is it's only 30 minutes. I can tell you. And then if, if 30 minutes isn't enough, you can just do an hour. <laughs> I'll start with 30 minutes. Actually, when you said you have the five or 10, I was just like, that's me. <laughs> you can do that on your way to work. You can just listen to that on your, how long's your drive to work? 40, 40, 40, 40 oh, yeah. to 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You could listen to the 40 minute one and then just, you know, be mindful okay. the whole time. You just got to okay, keep your eyes open. You're not I was going to say, what? Okay, I drive on the highway to hell going from my house to, <laughs> well, to then work. You, you need to listen to that then. If you're on the highway to hell, we, we got to get you to heaven. <laughs> well, I, I'm telling you right now, that highway is insane. And there's construction. And before the construction, it was insane. And it's probably one of the dangerous, most dangerous roads that is around here because people are idiots and they just fly around you, which gets me into road rage. Like I had yeah. a, like tonight I had a trucker cut me off on the 401. Thank you guy. Uh, so wow. kudos to you. You're lucky. You just got the horn. <laughs> I didn't do anything else. I just laid on my horn. And yeah. well, why, don't you, why don't you try it this week, listening to it on the way to work and way back and see if you get to work, if you feel more calm and relaxed, listening to my yoga nidra for the 45 minutes. Okay, but and that's not going to make me fall asleep. Well, no, it's not going to put you to sleep because you're on the highway driving. But right. you should be more calm and more relaxed okay. on your journey. So I'd like, I, I just like your feedback. I'd like, I'd like for you All to right. try it on the way to work, the way back. Right. ACDC. ACDC. <laughs> Ashik, yes, ACDC. <laughs> Is that alternating current and, and direct current? <laughs> are these electrons that are flowing through well there's lots of electrons that's for sure <laughs> uh, emily says that sounds awesome i will take your challenge carrie yeah. i will take you the 30-day challenge driving back and forth with the mindful meditation on yeah just and tell me how you feel tell me if you go to work and you feel more relaxed and you feel more productive and when you get home from work, you feel more relaxed and more productive and you're not as stressed and you start to sleep better and you're more in tune with your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Oh, okay. thank, who said that? Thank you. Emily Herman. Emily, thank you so much. I appreciate that. She's actually a fellow Navy SEAL, uh, veteran, veteran. Um, I believe it was the Navy. Yes. She was on our show too. Um, Inger also says great vision. If Aww. I'm sorry. Thank I'm you. trying to get these new ones up here, um, but my internet is really ticking me off. I should on do the, the mindful meditation now. <laughs> Your internet's on the highway to hell too. My, my internet is on the highway to hell. Yes. So, <laughs> Bell Canada, if you're listening, I will be calling you again tomorrow. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe like your family's streaming Xbox or something right now. You know, and they're taking up the bandwidth. They're in there playing something. You know, 
no, my little guy is not home. Um, oh. And my husband, I don't know what he's doing. Probably TV or he's probably got the TV and the tablet going. <laughs> uh, Melody, <laughs> thank you. I love you. We love Melody. Thanks, yeah. guys. So I think what we're going to do now, since I took the challenge, who else in the comments besides Kimberly in the back in the green room is going to take the 30 day challenge? I just want to see a show of hands who's going to be with us. <laughs> I love this. Jeffrey, great stuff, guys. <laughs> Carrie is the Cardola guy. Have to run, but appreciate you. We appreciate you too, Jer Jeffrey. And by the way, Jeffrey, can you please fill out your form? <laughs> Is he still online? <laughs> He's like, oh, bye, I gotta go. See, I do, I get these guys right on live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. I'll call you out. I mean, I call myself out. Yeah, you gotta hold yourself <laughs> so, accountable. Mm -hmm. That's right, exactly. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take it to the fun section of the show. Are you ladies ready back to there? Okay. All right. I'm getting the thumbs up. So I'm going to bring to the stage <laughs> Jeffrey. I, I won't say what Jeffrey says. Yes, I will. You suck. don't suck. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> you don't suck, brother. Just get it done. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I love it. I okay. love that man. He's hilarious. He is. He's absolutely amazing. And who else is amazing as these two lovely ladies? So welcome, Miss Kimberly, our co-host. And I'm going to have you introduce the, the other guests. You're on mute, dear. <laughs> Rookie. Perfect. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> rookie, rookie. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> This is the first time. Well, this is the beautiful Tazima Paris, and she is in lovely Evanston, Illinois. So mm -hmm. that is where the fundamentals are airing out of tonight. And Tazima, what would you like to share about yourself? So I am, I'm a fabulous human being. I'm just going to own it. <laughs> I happen to teach in my work. Uh, I'm a sex coach and pleasure mentor for women. Uh, I love supporting women who are in that perimenopause, you know, kind of getting back out there space and, uh, and who are becoming more and more fabulous themselves. And I guide them to help them prioritize pleasure and go from resentful to radiant. Love it. Love Gee, these, these two don't have anything in common, do they, Dorothy? No, Love not it. at all. Nothing. As a matter of fact, we were <laughs> laughing hysterically in the green room, and I can't remember what it was about, but <laughs> I, I will never forget. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Feel Carrie, if that is what will make a difference for our audience. No, I just I, I do have a question though. Absolutely. Do you feel like the biggest struggle for those women is vulnerability, that they haven't been able to be raw, authentic and genuine with themselves and they've just been holding back? That's that's one. That's one space. And I put that in the category of safety in general. So it doesn't feel safe to be um, vulnerable. It also doesn't feel safe for women to be fully sexual. So. So like not being able to address the sexuality aspect of themselves is huge. I've said many, many times 
that if you're doing personal growth work, and I've been doing personal growth work since, you know, 2000. So it's been, it's been a few years here. Right. And if you're not addressing the sexuality aspect of yourself and your being, you're missing like a huge portion of the growth that you could potentially have. And Unfortunately, you know, as we have seen in so many documentaries, sometimes personal growth takes a left into some really toxic versions of sexuality. And it is because of this sort of societal space where we're not comfortable with ourselves. There's a bunch, everyone has sexual shame. Everyone has, mm -hmm. has all the, this stuff about sex. And sex happens to be one of the ways that we differentiate ourselves from the world. Like it's one of the right. first ways that we have known ourselves is literally because we felt this intense sensation when we touched our genitals as little kids, you know, maybe, maybe it was an accident. Maybe we were like, Oh, look at that. What's, what's right. that? Oh, that's, that's me, you know? And, and then if your parent or caregiver reacted in a really funky way, oh, yeah. That's either a very young or even a pre-verbal trauma that's encoded in your cells. Right. And so like we're and then you get the reinforcement of everything that led up to your teenage years and then everything that you're dealing with, you know, in the rest of your life. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a big mess. So, yes, vulnerability. And most people don't have access to their true this true aspect of their sexuality and their sexual mm. energy, not necessarily sex itself, but the energy of our sexuality, our creative life force energy that comes through mm -hmm. as sex. And we can then use that to make babies or make projects or contribute to the world or, yeah. <laughs> or you know, make a beautiful piece of art or chill out on the couch, but like doing it in a mindful way. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think people get, you know, when I do a talk over turning conflict into intimacy, a lot of people think it's about sex and I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with sex. <laughs> and I think a lot of times our perceptions of intimacy really play a role into that as well. And what about, uh, Social comparisons. Do you think that plays a vital role in people? Like their expectations of like how often they should be having sex or what is yeah, sex and, really and it's not even, look like? Yeah, it's not even the how many times or what it looks like. There's social comparison on everything, on mm -hmm. everything. And when it comes to sex, when I teach, I, I talk about um, the three <laughs> the three areas that we get our information about sex. And that is aside from sex education and what our parents said. And that is uh, porn, fairy tales, and Hollywood. You know, see, and I've never watched porn. People laugh you, when I say that, but I've never watched porn. So you may not have watched porn, but a lot of people have watched porn mm -hmm. or we know what porn is supposed to be. It's right. you know, these two people slamming them, their bodies together. <laughs> in a specific way and even if you've never watched porn itself i promise you movies in hollywood are pretty good oh yeah just, they're yeah. just not showing the the inserting of a, a an appendage into a a, a body part so well, <laughs> there's, I, I, there's no p and v 
I love your journey and I love that you're playing a vital role. I, I call it social enrichment because yeah. it's kind of like the financial aspect of self-care and self-love. You're providing the sexual intimacy part and just that, that understanding of yeah. what that looks like. And just like when I talk about yoga, you know, people don't understand what that really means. And, and I think we're just, we're really uneducated on a lot of aspects. And so I love that you're doing this for so many people and they probably has really transformed a lot of lives and saved a lot of relationships with themselves and given them a lot of self-confidence that they may have lacked before. Yeah. I, and, and I will, I will um, underscore that actually is that the, the two kind of secret spaces that I end up getting into with this sexuality conversation is that I've seen that women become more confident about who they are. It's not, it's less about that reflection. It's less about, oh, th this person and that person and, and how am I doing or how do I match up? It doesn't right. even matter anymore when they're owning their sexuality. And the second thing is that boundaries become so much easier, so yeah. much easier because they, in my, when they do my course, I don't know about anybody else's course, but when they do my course, because I emphasize prioritizing pleasure of all types, mm -hmm. they're able to, like, once they start treating themselves well, that speaks to that self-care that you were mentioning, self-care and self-love that you were mentioning earlier, Carrie, is when women pour into themselves, they get so filled up that someone treating them less than how they treat themselves, it's like, oh, no, oh. <laughs> Oh no, that's I a boundary. It. And you will yeah. not, I cannot abide by you treating me in a way that I wouldn't treat myself. So that, that part of the boundary conversation is actually what are you contributing to yourself? How are you prioritizing mm -hmm. yourself and how are you prioritizing your own pleasure? Well, that'll help them with all the relationships personally and professionally. Once they begin to establish healthy boundaries on one aspect and they realize how empowering that is, then they begin to do that on all aspects. Yeah, and that's actually why I stopped coaching people around relationships specifically because I was like, there are plenty of people to do the relationship stuff, but there aren't as many people doing the sex stuff. And I know when I teach this thing, their relationships are gonna improve. Do I still yeah. coach about relationships? Sure, yeah, I mean, right. like, I'm not gonna say no. And I put people's attention on this aspect because there's no one or not that many people talking about it in a way that's also not um, sort of so focused on the genitals of the situation. <laughs> like, right. like, can you stop? Like genitals, yeah. yeah, sure, fine, we can do that. And there are so many aspects. And I love that uh, Melody was talking about your, the sacral chakra. Absolutely. These energy centers, our creative life force energy lives in our sacral chakra. I used to be a yoga teacher. I used to teach all the stuff that, <laughs> that Carrie's been talking about here. Uh, and those energy centers, whether you believe in them or not, whether you even know about them or not, they have, uh, they each stand for or represent a specific aspect of how we're engaging in the world. Mm -hmm. So our creative space is typically shut down when we don't have access to our sexuality. Right. And that's, right. I mean, that's why musicians are so sexy. Like, have you noticed mm -hmm. how sexy musicians are? <laughs> they're like yes. super sexy or like athletes or like they're se fairly sexy people because they're embodied. 
because they have to be, you know? And so, so I'm really pointing not just to the put, you know, tab A into slot B. I'm really about you are a holistic being. You are amazing. There's so much to you. And let's not cheapen it by making it just this aspect. I love it. That's great. That's great. It's very much needed. I think that our society, you know, and I say that we disprove evolution the older that I get because we're not nicer, kinder, gentler, peaceful. You know, we're not more loving and accepting. We're more opposite of all that. We're more judgmental, critical, right? We do this, you know, and so things like this are, you know, your your gifts and talents are so unique. And I say that to any anybody that comes to any of my courses and they need to figure out their, their gifts and talents and share them with the community. And so what you're doing is exactly what you need to be doing for our community for social enrichment. So I definitely appreciate what you're doing. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we connected. Ashik says that he's playing his guitar right now. Yeah, that looks super sexy too, by the way. Yes, Ash. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm trying to get this, I'm trying to get it up. Ashik, yes, and I'm sure he's trying to get it up. No, <laughs> now all the windows are gonna come on. Oh, oh my god. Well, I'm still waiting it's for the sad. sex talk for my mother. Yeah. I, like yes. I still haven't gotten that yet. And I'm 45, so I doubt I will. Yeah, don't so, don't um, I, I don't hold your breath. Come, you know, let, let's we can have a conversation over here on the side, okay? <laughs> perfect, perfect. My, um, my husband's so, happy, so I must be doing something right. So. Yeah. I, oh, girl. Are, yeah. And are you happy? That's my question. Yeah. <laughs> Does she look happy? <laughs> I mean, we're having fun, right? So I. I'm the, so uh, yes, he keeps me happy <laughs> to answer that question. And and but sometimes I don't know us maybe uh, maybe it's just me, but sometimes just the intimacy of just like cuddling or just being together means more to me than the actual intercourse itself. Yeah, there's a lot of men that tell me that, you know, that I hear that from a lot of men, and that's what they really want is that 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 intimacy with their significant other. And then their significant other has just become too preoccupied or too busy to provide that. So I hear that even from men as well. So I, th- I think it's needed on both aspects, you know. Absolutely, absolutely, and and especially bringing it in at the level of children, right? Mm-hmm. Like really giving them back that gift and to keep that childlike all wonder and curiosity in every area. Oh, that was perfectly timed, by the way. <laughs> Not yes. sure what happened. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. We made it happen. So with that being said, you each have two minutes to share your fundamentals. This this conversation was beautiful. It was ordained and lovely. So with that, that's a perfect segue into you two sharing your key fundamentals for everyone. Because I'm just, Dorothy, I'm, I'm beside myself at these two and the match made in heaven, literally. <laughs> Um, the divine connection and what these two are going to do together. Like seriously, like mind blowing. So Carrie, please go ahead and share your fundamentals and then we'll have Tazima share hers and Tazima we'll make sure everybody gets both of your guys's information in the audience. So we'll take care of that. Go ahead, Carrie. What are your fundamentals? Yeah. Acceptance, love and forgiveness. And the reason why is we really, you know, forgiveness is the key on all relationships right? Personally and professionally, if you cannot forgive, 
then you're unable to move on. You start building up, you know, borders and walls and barriers. Yeah. Love for yourself and others. That provides that pathway of understanding, provides that pathway of healthy boundaries. It allows you to turn conflict into intimacy. That is really one of the fundamentals in life and falling in love with who you are mm. today because we're all worthy and we all deserve unconditional love, right? Yes. Acceptance, forgiveness. So acceptance, which one did I say first? I already forgot. Forgiveness. Okay. Forgiveness, love, and acceptance. So acceptance, once again, that is letting go of the social pressures, the social comparisons of who I was in the past to who I might, might be in the future. Physically, I, I cannot do the things. I have a lot of limitations, right? But I need to accept where I am today. And that's the same thing with the people in my life, like my, my wife, right? I accept her. I love her unconditionally. I forgive her. And mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of expectations. And mm -hmm. so whatever she gives me on a daily basis, I just accept lovingly and kindly and with gratitude. And so whatever mm -hmm. I get from her, it's great. Because when mm -hmm. I've lowered that expectation, you know, there's still res mutual respect, but really allowing people that opportunity just to accept them where they are today and, and feel your heart full of gratitude of whatever they give you, that you mm -hmm. do that in, in gratitude. Was that Absolutely. two minutes? I think I'm good on the money. You're all good. You, you, you did fantastic. Actually, you left a little room, which gives me room to not step over something you said that was so beautiful, which is the comment about lowering expectations, right? That, that the reality that is when you remove the expectations from the space that is that relationship, then anything can bloom. And so it, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Well, that allows her to be vulnerable. It allows mm -hmm. me to be vulnerable, raw, authentic, and real. Because when you're, when you, you know, I, I, we've all been in relationships where somebody feels like they're not getting everything they need or you're holding back from not giving everything exactly. because you're not being vulnerable. Once you're exactly. vulnerable, that's all I can give. If, exactly. if there's nothing else I can give you but complete total vulnerability. It, and if that's so not weird. enough, then you're going to have to figure something else out because that's all I can give. Yeah. And, 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 you know, a lot of people hear lower expectations, like it's a lowering standards when the reality is, is by putting down the walls of expectations, you allow for anything to be possible. Mm -hmm. So it's really beautiful. Tazima, go girl. You got. All right. So um, mindfulness, any kind of mindfulness meditation is number one. Um, you got to take time out. I don't care how busy you think you are. If you think you're too busy to meditate, you should meditate for longer. Like <laughs> exactly what Carrie said before. Exactly. If you don't have 30 minutes, take an hour. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. My meditation, my meditation teacher said the exact same thing. Um, my second one is movement. So mm. you gotta move your body. I don't care how you do it. My particular, the way that I like to move is dance. Uh, I love, love, love to dance. For me, dance is a spiritual practice and I will go to the club and have a transcendent, several transcendent moments. It, it, I love house music, house music all night long. I grew up in Chicago, so that's our, that's our heritage. And uh, yeah, love it, love it, love it. And um, the last one is prioritizing pleasure. Pleasure, mm -hmm. when it is prioritized, especially for women, there's a thing specifically about our brains. When we prioritize pleasure, we can access a bunch of benefits and it, it, it operates in the exact opposite way that we think. We think, oh, well, I need to reward myself 
but ah, 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 no, if you add it early in the day, your whole day will be better. You'll be able to give from a space of overflow instead of like that scarcity thing that so many people are running on fumes. Uh, so many women specifically are feeling overwhelmed and frustrated because they're running on fumes. They're giving, giving, giving from an empty cup. Fill your pleasure cup and then you can give from the overflow. And it doesn't have to be sexual, even though I'm a sex coach, it can totally be, I, you know, I have a, a beautiful space and I have these huge windows. I love looking at the sky. I live on the sixth floor. I can see everything around me. It's gorgeous. So yeah, those are my three. Amazing. I'm going to let Carrie close the fundamentals with amazing and turn it back over to you, Dorothy. Well, that is amazing because I start my morning with 10 minutes of meditation, five things I'm grateful for, an hour of work uninterrupted, more like 45 minutes so that I can jump into bed and cuddle with my husband before we start our day. So that is my morning routine faithfully. Love it. So I love it. I got a bit of each of that in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyways i love it i just want to thank our guests for showing up in the comments tonight <clears throat> and i just want to thank our amazing guests and if uh tazima if you could definitely give me your contact information i will put it in the comments or if you want to just put it in the comments whatever you want to do um and I just really thank both of you for being here tonight. And I know that this is the first of many conversations with the both of you. <laughs> well, Gary, Gary's my brother and uh, now Tazima's my new sister. So this is awesome. <laughs> uh, brother from another mother. See, my mom yeah. is just keep The family keeps growing. It's just so wonderful. Yeah, that's good. I appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> to connect and share. And I hope that people during this hour really felt a space of unconditional love and acceptance for who they are without any social comparisons. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, have an amazing evening. And Be unstoppable and week. Yes. Cause we're setting you up powerfully for the week guys. 30 minutes challenge of the of uh go to carrie's website uh youtube and and get that today and start tomorrow start tonight start tonight wait put off yeah. what you can do tonight we don't tomorrow. even have a tomorrow there is no tomorrow that is right mm. do it today be unstoppable <laughs> and with that we'll see you next week bye ciao